There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, Ricky Wilson here. Welcome to the Best of the Breakfast Show podcast with Cinch from Virgin Radio. Coming up, the excellent Ed Gamble brings the laughs with the news of his massive upcoming tour, Hot Diggity Dog. Super Sarah Pascoe gives us the lowdown on her debut novel, Weirdo, and her new Weirdos Book Club podcast. Telly legend Linda Robson lets loose about Loose Women Live, their first ever live tour. Awesome Aussie Jason Donovan says good day and lifts the lid on performing in Greece in London's West End. And chef and Bake Off star Chetna Markan has our taste buds tingling with her new book, Chetna's Indian Feasts. All of that coming up, so let's get into it. He's a podcast prince, comedian king, a jovial judge, and the Earl-like author. Next year, this royal joker is embarking on his biggest ever UK tour with a name you can't help but say with bucket loads of enthusiasm. Hot diggity dog. <laughs> so let's say gee willikers, zoinkers, heavens to Betsy, gee whiz, and oh my giddy aunt because our next guest is Ed Gamble. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. I do have normally have a little stand for the microphone, but it's it broke about two minutes ago, which is why I've gone handheld. I like the look. It's a very stand-up comedy. Do you, what, are you a kind of stand-up comedian? Do you use a a, a mic stand, or do you use it? Sinead's coming to have a look. Do you, do you, uh, Come and have a look, Sinead. <laughs> do you have a, a mic stand, or do you go handheld? Oh, yeah, no, I'm straight out the mic stand normally, so I'm normally fully handheld. Right, so you so, can pace. Uh, so actually, this, this feels quite natural, yeah, yeah. So, I can, so I can do a bit of pacing and shouting, you know. And you'll be doing that in March on a tour? I can get straight yes. into that. I'm not going to read the dates. There's too many of them. There are too many. I mean, it's, it's a classic case of booking a tour, looking at the poster, and immediately regretting it. Well, I... <laughs> Um, and is it written? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's getting there. I've just been at the Edinburgh Fringe doing some work-in-progress shows okay. to bash it into shape. Oh, life's um, work-in-progress, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, is... we're, we're, all, we're all a work-in-progress, Ricky, yeah. you know? Because I know you do uh, you do a Sunday radio show on a different station, which I won't mention. On a, ri- on a rival commercial on a rival, station. Which I used to work for. Yes, you did, did. absolutely. Uh, and that must be like a work-in-progress as well, because you can go out and it's like sending stuff out there and, you know, if, if, it, if you feel like it hits, it probably hits, right? Yes, well, I mean, with our radio radio show you could call it a work in progress but work in progresses are normally working towards something finished and i don't think ours will ever be a complete piece of art the, the problem happens because it starts in march next year but something world shattering might happen between now and then which could change everything well luckily uh my shows never bear any relevance to what's happening within the world apart from my own personal world so unless but, something world shattering happens in my life then i was thinking before because they they, they kind of said that aliens exist last week and mm. I thought that would change everything, but it changed nothing. We're just all no. carrying on like it's just the same. I mean, for me, it would really change things if the aliens started buying tickets. That would be helpful. <laughs> well, they can get tickets uh, at edgamble.co.uk. You got they the, can. You got the name, edgamble.co.uk. Well I done. bagged it. You bagged it. Thank well, you very much. Uh, when I was Googling you, there is, a, there is a Canadian archer called Ed Gamble as well. An archer? Yeah. He's wow, like that's a, cool. He's a world-class archer. And I did all my research and thought, this is going to be great. No, I didn't. Uh, I've got to congratulate you on the name of your tour because it's very clever in the fact that when, like, a radio DJ such as myself or someone reads it out, it's impossible to say without sounding enthusiastic. You can't say, you can't be on radio 4 and go, um, Ed Gamble's new show, Hot Diggity Dog. 
Uh, we'll be starting in March 2024. You, you, you've got... It's impossible not to go, hot niggity down. Yeah, but I, I think you can say it like that. You did, that's a very good impression of someone saying it in a sort of dour way, but mm. I think that's even funnier. Someone trying to say it unenthusiastically is, is great. I'm very happy with the title. It bears no relevance to anything I've written so far. You, you've got a hot dog on the poster, though. Yes. I mean, I'll be honest, I came up with the title at the photo shoot. <laughs> <laughs> hey. That's the improviser in you coming out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, if you want to go and see Ed uh, Gamble, then uh, he starts in Canterbury and ends in London. Five nights at the London Hack- Hackney Empire. Yes, Is my it... favourite my favorite venue in London by some distance. Oh, I absolutely incredible. love it. Uh, are you excited about the tour? I mean, it's hard to get... It's, it's, that's a terrible question because it's hard to get excited about something that's happening like, in a few months' time. Next year. Yeah, but I, I, I am excited about it. I absolutely loved my last tour, and I've got a really... It's, it's three of us that go around on tour. My tour manager, Paul, and my support at Chloe, and we have such a good time. So, yeah, I'm, I, I am buzzing for it, and we're going back to all my favourite places. So, yeah, very excited. Marvellous. Uh, you do some TV as well. Uh, you've been doing Pointless recently. How's that working out? That was great. I did a load of episodes co-hosting... Co-hosting Pointless, guest co-host. Loved that, because uh, normally I'm sat at home on the sofa shouting at contestants for getting things wrong. I know. Uh, and I really had to hold back when I was in the studio, because it was like, <laughs> they're, right, they're right in front I, of me. I head. think that's what they need. They need I think mm. a, game shows should have a bit more kind of like telling people off. <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> Unfortunately, my telling off tends to be slightly ruder than that when I'm at home. Have you been on Pointless as a contestant? Yes, I have. I've been on twice uh, with with Nish Kumar both times. First time crashed out in the third round, and second time we uh, we won. We so the... is that as well? Yeah, I won with Will uh, with Will Young. Oh, nice! That's an odd pairing. But... <laughs> I like it. Well, we we argued amongst ourselves as well because I know him a little bit, but not enough to be polite. <laughs> so I was like, "Are you joking, Will? <laughs> Everyone knows Sandy Pascal was in yesterday." <laughs> Stuff like that. Uh, so uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you on TV. Uh, you, you're a judge on uh, that, that food show. What's it called again? The Great British Menu. The Great British I'm Menu. A, I'm, a, I'm a judge on that. Can yeah. I say? Can I ask you a personal question? It might come across Please. a bit, bit, bit negative. What 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 um, qualifications do you have to judge? No, that's not negative at all. That you are asking the uh, the question that's been voiced by the majority of the British public <laughs> over the last two series. <laughs> um, I mean, you you I, eat you eat every day, presumably. I do. I've, it's become quite a habit. Um, I, uh, I I think it's mainly because of the podcast and the fact I am... I, I, when I first had the meeting about doing the job, the producer used the term greedy enthusiast eight times in the meeting. Uh, <laughs> and I know that because I started counting after four. <laughs> Never start counting before. Though. Well, thank you very much, Ed Gamble. If you want to get thank tickets you. to his tour, go to ed, edgamble.co.uk. It begins in March 2024. Tickets are available now and it's called Hot Diggity Dog! Hot Diggity Dog! Or if you're on another station, hot diggity dog. <laughs> Both good. Thank you very much. Can I come? Yes, absolutely. Hackney Empire, you, uh, night three, yeah. I think. Night three, I think that's perfect. Okay, yeah, you'll I'll be hit... burnt out by night five. Yeah, you'll be hitting your stride by then. Never, yeah. do, never do five in a row. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, I've got that tattooed. All right, have a good time at the music festival, mate. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Cinch. Virgin Radio. Our next guest is a writing, acting and stand-up extraordinaire who's all over your telly and who's wowed us with her previous books. Now she's here with a new podcast, Sarah and Cariad's Weirdo Book Club and her debut novel, Weirdo. So let's give it a go and say hello to our favourite weirdo, Sarah Pascoe. <laughs> I like the voice. Yeah, I, I get carried away on the radio. Yeah. Um, and it's, I, I don't think, I, I veer into being a bit maidly. 
Oh, I see. But I think I could do with being a bit more maidly. Yeah. I'm I, working on the hair. Yeah, he's very professional, Richard Maidley. Do you think? He came on a, a, a game show that I host... And he mm. was so slick. And it was like, any time we needed to check anything, he was like, there's dead air. I'll tell another story. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really amazing to watch someone who's done, you know, live breakfast TV. There will never be a space. Yeah. We, yeah. we were talking yesterday about how he always does a thing when he's on TV, which you look to the side and go, can, can we find out before the end of the show? Can we yeah. find out? Yeah. But you never find out. <laughs> no. You, then he never follows up yeah. anything. There's no one there. There's no one there. <laughs> there's no one there. I wonder if he does it there's at just, home. It's just a Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He does it at home, apparently. It's yeah. like, can, can we find out if we've got any roast potatoes? But yeah. can anyone find out by the end of dinner? And Judy's like, I'm, I'm not in. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking to himself yeah. again. Uh, so we're here to talk about your um, podcast, which is named similarly to your book. Yes. Which came first? Book first. Right. And then the idea of, you know, what's a really good way of getting people to know that you've got a book yeah. and podcasts in general and then my best friend Cariad we met doing an English degree mm-hmm. and she has a very successful podcast called Griefcast already yep. and then over many weeks it was really obvious that we love reading and like talking about books and hence the podcast. I got your book which isn't out till September right? Mm-hmm. Um, I've got it yesterday. Yeah so, that's, so, so you've stayed up all night reading I assume. <laughs> yeah I've read it cover to cover. It was on my phone as well. Oh. Which is quite tricky. Yeah. So I have your book on my phone. Oh. Do you want me to delete it after the show? <laughs> But I want you to send it to everyone you know and go, if you <laughs> yeah. don't forward this to 15 more people, you get yeah. bad luck. Pyramid scheme. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't think I was given enough time to no. read the book. No. Uh, I mean, I've that, read some of it. That's ridiculous. But yeah. when you do your, pod, do your podcast yeah. and you say, this is the book we're going to be talking about, mm. how long do people have? Oh, we would try to give them a long amount of time. And if they tell us they're a slow reader or dyslexic or something, then we would choose a very short book. Right. Yeah. Because um, I, I can read fast on a beach, but that's the only time I can read fast. Yeah. And I'm rarely on a beach anymore. Yes. And without, also, without you've toddlers. got children. Well, I mean, which just ruins holidays. I don't know if you've had one. Oh, we, we don't call them holidays anymore. No. It's, it's a trip. Yeah. It's just <laughs> stopping them drowning yeah. for seven days and then a flight home. <laughs> it's horrific. I, I'm very privileged. I should be moaning. <laughs> I also shouldn't have gone on holiday with my toddler. <laughs> But um, so the podcast, uh, mm. you're going on tour with this as well. And that's what we're here to get into. You are. Uh, with, the book, with the book. We're doing some, book, you, some book events, yes. OK, yeah. book events. Yeah. And the tickets went on sale today. Today? Yes, they did. Yes. This is the yeah. thing. I do a lot of interviews as well and I never know. I think, yes. why don't you just interview the, the publicist? Yeah. They know everything. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're heading to Chester, London, Bath, Henley, Hastings, Edinburgh first. And you, yes. were, you were in Regent's Park yesterday? Yes, I had um, sort, of, it's the, like, sort of the last dates of my stand-up tour. So I did the open air... And it didn't rain. I'll just say yes, quickly, in yeah. case I forget, book your ticket, sarahpasco.co.uk, if you'd like to see her in person, oh, which I get to you. do quite a lot. Right, so this is the thing. We've got some backstory here, yeah. Ricky Wilson. Mm. So before you moved in, yeah. the neighbourhood knew. So guess who stopped me outside the Little Sainsbury's? Arabella Weir. Yes. <laughs> yes, you know Arabella. I do, because she stopped when I was planting some uh, ch- cherries in yes. the front garden. Yeah, so for anyone listening, Arabella's like a massive comedian. She was in the Fast yeah. show, and I'd never met her in person. Right. But she stopped me to say, you know who's bought the house opposite you? That's, that was how we, we met. Wow. So I knew you were moving in, and so when I did first see you, I had a thing of act normal. Right. You just moved to the neighbourhood. It's just another new family. Give them their privacy. And so I blanked you. Well, yeah. <laughs> but no, but then, then you carried on the tradition of blanking no, me. And that's because I'm in... A very tired mum zone. Yes. So actually, usually what happens is you are very polite and you'll go, good morning. Yeah. And then I'll go, uh, 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 oh, that was Ricky, hello. 
But I was but so you've already gone past. I was so desperate because you said act normal, but that's what my wife says to me around you. She oh goes, really? And we'll see you in the distance with your dog. Yeah. Coming up the track. Yeah, coming up the track. <laughs> you know that you know yes, the track, yeah. right? Yeah. And Grace will say act normal, don't do it. And the closer I get, I go, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Hello. Uh, <laughs> you've got really good neighbourly manners. It's because you're northern. Well, you say that, but I don't really like interacting with that many neighbours. Oh, really? And then my we, dad... There are, we do have some weird neighbours. We do, yes, we do. It's, it's an odd area. It's an yes. odd mix. Yes, uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, the book. Uh, how long is a book in your head before you start writing it? Has it been in your head for a long, long time? Yes, but it also sort of mutates. Mm-hmm. So you think you're writing one thing and it becomes something else or stuff happens in your life and you suddenly want to write in a different direction and those kind of things. So, yeah, it does. Ex- it was in there for a while. And it's your third book as well, but this is your first, first novel. first fiction, yes. First fiction. Yeah. I like the title of Sex, Power, Money. Yes. Because it instantly made me think of Murder, She Wrote because that was her three motives for murder. Yeah, well, some people say that is, you know, the basis of human psychology. I think revenge is missing from that. Do you? Yeah. Sex, power, money, revenge. Maybe that will be the sequel. Well, I based my. I nearly <laughs> called our first album revenge because I've based my entire career on just revenge. Have you? Getting back at people. Really? Mainly at school. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. Is there any of that in you? Oh, oh, absolutely. I think probably with most comedians, what you'll find is they were unpopular. And but the tricky thing is though is that the people who don't like you at school once you're on TV they still don't like you. <laughs> I mean they don't they go oh actually she's all right they go oh gosh she's ruining that program again. <laughs> Sarah Pasco weirdo the book is out in September I do have a date do you have 14th, a date it's exactly a month today. That is that well get save up your pennies guys because you'll be buying that and she's got the podcast um, which is called Widow Book Club yeah with Cariad so yeah with Cariad the yeah. best friend so that's always yes, good that's nice and uh, you're doing loads of book festivals around the time your book's out so you can get to meet you in person yeah. and I tell you what it's absolutely a pleasure to meet you in person nice to finally meet you and I'm sorry if I've been a widow you haven't okay well you don't know you haven't seen the binoculars <laughs> oh Ricky <laughs> thank you Sarah Pascoe <laughs> the best of the Chris Evans breakfast show with Cinch Virgin Radio she's a pantomime queen and a legend of the screen and next guest is part of lunchtime telly's best team now she's letting loose on a 16 date tour from Birmingham to Southend for the first ever loose women live she's been a national treasure since birds of a feather so put your flocks together for the lovely Linda Robson hey hi Linda hello love alright it's really nice to have you here it's nice to have you too and you an just... ex-Islington Islington Tony yeah I was just saying that we, we, oh, I met you in a butcher's once I won't be in a butcher's anymore because I'm vegetarian now you're vegetarian now yeah yeah two well, of my kids are vegan and I'm vegetarian I can honestly say I haven't been in a butcher's since oh haven't you no, no it wasn't you that put me off <laughs> it's butchers in general they, they the baffle smell you. in there as well oh, of meat it's like iron I know, it's horrible, isn't yeah. it? It's really horrible. So you're a vegetarian? I'm vegetarian. When did that happen? Um, probably about 18 months ago, because both my right. kids were vegan, and then it was, I was finding it hard, and in the end I just thought, oh, I might as well just be vegetarian with them. Yeah. And you make so. good potatoes and you bake well as well. Well, apparently you? Nanny Brenda makes <laughs> better potatoes than me. <laughs> yeah, but you can you can you can sh- you can treat them in other ways. Can't I can, you? yeah, yeah I can. of course, because uh, you you know all all nannies have uh, or nanas or grandmas. I'm nanny. nanny you're nanny. Linda. And what's the yeah. other one called? Um, she's Nanny Brenda. Oh, it's both nannies. Yeah, Oof. yeah. <laughs> my mother in law. So there's a gentle mom. competition between us. We oh, get yeah. on really, really well. Okay. So. so I'm not it's not it's not like backstage at loose women. Then. No, it's not. No, backstage <laughs> at loose women is fine. I nearly got you. No, no, we all get on like a house on fire. We're all really good mates and that. It's like going to work with your mates every day. It's well, just like when in... you're at school and you go work with your school friends, you go to loose women and you go a friend like you go with them every day. But there must be one where you see that they're in today and you go, oh, I'd rather not do it. <laughs> no, honestly, they're really? right. Honestly. I'll get on with everybody. <laughs> 
Good. And I've known Janet since 1976. So, like, we're best mates. I think and Janet's brilliant. She's absolutely amazing. She lives around the corner to me. Whenever I've been on and she's on, I'm very happy. I know. She yeah. puts you at ease. She really does, doesn't she? But don't try and cuddle her. No. No cuddle. No, no touching. No. no. But the thing mad. is, what she does, and I'm thinking you might do the same, is she talks to me before and she's swearing like a trooper. Yeah. And it's like, I'm thinking, can you stop swearing? Because you're putting these words into my head just before we go live. I know. I've done it a few times live on television. I'm lucky I'm still a loose woman, actually. <laughs> well, they must like you and you must like it because you've they been do. doing it for 20 years. Yeah, over 20 years. Over 20 years. So I've been a regular since 2012, but before that we did it in um, Norwich for a while. Yeah. So I used to do it there, but we used to get picked up at like four o'clock in the morning. So it was like miserable. But now it's lovely because it's like 10 minutes up the road. But I started doing loose women by accident. Right. So I went on as a guest. <laughs> yeah. And then anytime someone was ill, I couldn't couldn't get in they used to ring me I'd be in my nightdress doing my cleaning they say can you come into Loose Women today so that's how I became a regular that's how I got into radio oh is it yeah people kept being ill and they kept saying would you do it and I yeah. did it until suddenly you're like well it's now my job it's now it gets to a point where you're wishing people were not well <laughs> <laughs> it's because I'm you're nobbling them I know yeah <laughs> so um, yes you've been doing it a long time and uh, you've said that you, you know everyone gets on we do. You're going on tour. Yep, yeah, we are. You've done pantomime a lot. I have done a lot of pantomime. So there's actually. no point in asking me if the Loose Women Tour is going to be anything like pantomime and there's going to be a Wicked Witch and a Fairy Godmother. Well, Janet will be the Wicked Witch, well, of wouldn't course. she? <laughs> but you've played the Wicked Witch, haven't you? I have quite a few times. And the Fairy Godmother? And the Fairy Godmother, yeah. Which do you prefer playing? The Witch. The Witch. I know, yeah. I like well, it when they boo and everything. It's, al- <laughs> it's always better to be the person that's like making the crowd boo. It is, yeah. But on Loose Women... It's all opinion-based. Yeah. Have you ever found yourself thinking, I know that the press are watching and I know they've got their pens out because they watch Loose Women they like do, hawks, yeah. don't yeah. they? Yeah, they're on us like they watch yeah. every show. Do you ever think to yourself, I better not say that because I'll be in the papers no, I'll or just say just it go anyway. for it? I'll just go for it. Well, that's probably well, why... they say that I'm the, I'm the one on the show that can ask anyone anything. Yeah. So, like, I said once that Ni- my- Nigel Farage was on and I said to him, why do you think you're the most hated man in the country? Yeah. And then it made the headlines every day. But I didn't do it for that. I just, because everyone was going, oh, no, Nigel Farage well, no, it's, is it's, the most hated you've man. You've got someone has to ask the question. Yeah, yeah. And, and then you're the person to do it. Uh, yeah, I'm not scared of asking questions. Um, so, who's your, <laughs> I was going to say, who's been your favourite and your worst guest? Oh, my God, Whoopi Goldberg was probably my favourite guest yeah. ever because she turns up without an entourage or really? anything and just joined in with everything. But we've had amazing guests. But she's like, she's on the equivalent in America, isn't she? Yeah, she's she just is. The View, she does the same sort of show over there. Show. But she said that we're allowed to talk about more things than they are over there. Really? We can talk about anything religious or anything like that. So they're, they're sort of watched, whereas we've got, we're open. We can talk about most things, really. That's the thing about loose women. You do get into it, don't you? You do, yeah. It doesn't yeah. skirt around the issues. It really goes for it. No. So it's and that. I never know what I'm going to say as well, which is quite worrying. So I'll get in my ear all the time Linda Linda really <laughs> don't swear quite a lot as well and preparation a bit of a potty mouth. do you do homework or is it just life is no we get um, we get a biog the night before so we have a look at the biog and then we get in the next day and people think we just arrive at 12.30 so we, are, so we get picked up at 7 o'clock and our first meeting's at 8.30 right and then we talk about the topics we're going to talk about that day yeah. then two of us go for makeup and wardrobe and then the other two are still like looking at their biogs and then it swaps over and then they, we go makeup and wardrobe and that 
we're very lucky because we've got a really good costume like department, so they get us lovely clothes and everything. They get, you've got your clothes there? Yeah, yeah, they've got clothes there waiting for us. Sinead wants to be a loose woman, and this sounds like the woman, perfect job. Yes, yeah. I think it's the best job in the we, world. So we get them, we get all pampered, we get moisturiser on our face I and think, makeup on our face. I think and I, I nice want to be a loose woman. Wear. I think I want to <laughs> be. Well, we do loose men now. I know. So you could be a loose man. Every time they say, will you be a loose man, and I say yes, and I never get the call. Oh, don't know. Well, I'll have a go. When I'm in Thursday, I'll say to them, don't make sure you get him on as a loose man. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Is that on. it? That's it, yeah. It goes, flies by, doesn't it? I ain't going. All right. <laughs> I haven't finished talking yet. All right. What, have you, what would you like to say? I'd just like to say it's been a pleasure being here today. They made me a lovely cup of tea because I have Linda tea. It's, it's really milky tea. I've heard it was half tea, half the milk. Half tea and half milk. That's... In the studios, everyone just goes, can we have a Linda tea, please? That, so, really? Yeah, yeah. It keeps you going, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, it keeps you looking very young and fit. Thank you. Not bad for 65. Next year, Strictly. I know, yeah. No, I'm not. I know you said a swear word. I know. <laughs> but no, you're good. I'm never doing Strictly. I'm never doing Strictly. Me you have neither. To know. It's too much hard work. You have to know if you can do it, and I can't do it. Okay. Well, if you want tickets to go and see Loose Women Live, they're available now at loosewomen.live. And, and you you're going to find s- out things about us that you never knew before. See, there's Q&As as where we can ask questions, and we'll, and we'll tell you all what happens backstage and everyone's little routines before they go on and everything. Well, if that doesn't sell it, nothing will. No, exactly. The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Cinch. Virgin Radio. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We've got chills and they're multiplying for this next guest. He's spending his not-so-hot summer nights in London's Dominion Theatre as Teen Angel in Greece the Musical. We're hopelessly devoted to him and he's no beauty school dropout. He's the one that we all want, especially Sinead. It's Jason Donovan! <laughs> That was uh, that was a very good voiceover voice. I'm trying. Yeah, you've uh, your projection and your uh, I'm trying your to tone. I'm trying to crack my way into voiceovers. Unreal. I was down to the tight final two for CheckerTrader.com. Really? Yeah. It's Big Brother you want, mate. It's the Big Brother one. Oh, that yeah, Big yeah. Brother that voice. Guy, that guy. He's, yeah, he must fantastic. be living in a mansion. Yeah. You done any voiceovers? I have actually. I spent a, a career doing voiceovers. I did PlayStation once. Am I did allowed you? to mention that on Virgin? You can mention Ray? whatever you want. Uh, uh, well, well, I've forgotten the name of the game. Oh, it was like a pop star, pop idol sort of thing, and it was all about speaking like that. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember. I remember once relishing in the way you said "prawn ring" <laughs> on an Iceland advert. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to bring that up so early in the interview. I was saving that for the end. That is very uh, funny. So you and me, you and me, Jason. You we, are so funny, mate. We've, we've got history, haven't we? We do have history. Yeah, we are uh, for all those people that can't be in the room. We we did a a, a show together mm. uh, called War of the Worlds, and mm. uh, Ricky played the artillery man, and yeah. I played a very psychotic uh, priest. I think those are some of the funnest times of my life. I remember you in. I think we opened in Dublin. And I remember the look on your face. You, you said to me, "You said to me, you nearly did a runner." Yeah, the day before, the night, the the the, the day of the yeah, well, performance. Yeah, I, I had never felt like that in my life before. Yeah, because everything was done to this cliff track, course, and yes. you had to be, you had Precise. to be totally on it. Yeah, exactly. And I, my whole life has been chaos. Been out of it. 
<laughs> not on it. Always, always, uh, always in time, but yeah. never on time. But I felt like it was just a, a, a day of a panic attack yeah, until yeah, the no, actual thing, and we did it, and it worked. It was fine. You know, people you're amazing. Are, some you're people, amazing. I know. What a what a cast. What some a cast. people are saying it was the definitive version of that show. Definitely was the definitive. There was a good energy. You're talking um, Pello, Marty, Donovan, yes, Wilson, yes, together at last. That was it. Earth, wind, and fire. <laughs> You, you were the wind. Who cared about the rest of them? Uh, exactly. Jeff who? Uh, yeah, Neeson. <laughs> hey, Sinead, Liam Neeson was in it. Yeah, I know. Oh, right. Well, he wasn't. It was Sinead, a hologram. are you okay over there? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, because there's such a... For those people that don't know this room, there's a big distance between between uh, uh, yeah, presenters and, and guests. It's and in my contract. I've li- I like to keep a distance, you yeah, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, my favourite thing about that whole performance, that mm. whole thing, was the fact that day one, you, me and Marty had separate dressing rooms. <laughs> and by day... And about three days in, Marty, Marty said, I'm going to be a bit lonesome. I'm going to be a bit oh. lonesome. Do you mind if I show the dressing room? So he joined me, and a day later you're like going, What's going on? <laughs> what are you two getting up to? <laughs> All right, I'm coming in. And then, then it was just us three just in the us dressing room. It was a great, great, great... Uh, well, they were, they, they were good days, man. They were, that, was, uh, that was a lot of fun, that tour. It and, was. And there were some good, good, good people on that. Good so. people, good stories. I remember because we shared a dressing room once. I think we are in Amsterdam. Right. And your warm-up <laughs> technique <laughs> would be... No, it was, uh, yeah, it was in Amsterdam. Would be singing yeah, in, in the, the shower. shower. And you'd make it really steamy yeah. to steam your vocal yeah. cords. <laughs> and you'd been in there so long, you opened the door, the alarm went off, fire brigade arrived. <laughs> And they stopped the show. And they stopped the show. And I swear, you thought, I, I think you probably thought they were like a prank. Because we were in Amsterdam and some men arrived, burly men dressed as firemen. Yeah. And you were like, what's going on? I think you thought me and Marty had hired them for uh, you. Oh, that, was, that is true. That is true. What was the name of that sort of prank TV show that was on in the 90s? Early uh, th- every, every, every show was a prank TV show. It was show TV, yeah. That's right. I can't yeah. remember the name uh, of that show. But, yeah, we had, we had a great time. And um, it's made me want to do it again. Come but... into Greece with us. Come and, come and be the... Um... I'm too, I'm, I don't know who I could play. You could play Sandy. <laughs> I'm too old. I'm not too old if it was the original well, movie. Can I have though. a shave? Yeah. I can have, have a shave at least. Get, get those leather, um, get those leather tights on. I would love to do it, and it's obviously a life that you kind of enjoy because mm. you keep going back for more. With all well, I mean, I, I suppose, you know, I guess for me, musical theatre particularly, I didn't set out to be musical theatre. It sort of found me, mm. I, you know, with, I guess, something like Joseph back in nineteen. Well, Andrew Lloyd Webber's checkbook found you. Oh, th- <laughs> 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 well, I mean, I guess you're right. But, but I, 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 thought, I thought Lloyd Webber, uh, Webber was a barbecue at one point, but, uh, but it suddenly turned into this uh, co- uh, composer stroke. Yeah. Um, palladium um, experience, but yes, uh, no. I, I I would go back to my dad, who was you know a big, quite big in musical theatre in Australia, and I watched yeah. him do Chicago when I was young. Blah mm. blah blah. Joseph came along. It combined the two things I love doing, which is acting and singing. Eight shows a week. That's pretty tough. 
But look, Greece is, Greece, is, Greece is a good one for me because I get to sprinkle a little magic for about four minutes and then... That's uh, it, right. So I, you I do the, the one song? Yeah, I do the one song. Do you have to be there for the encore at the end? Well, I do, yes. Right, OK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Of course, I've got to sprinkle the magic at the end as well. <laughs> I've got to leave, the, leave everybody wanting more I'm saying, not that it needs it, though, because it's a great before, mm. it's a great production of it, yeah? Mm. It's a yeah, great production. Great. But you're just the icing on the cake. You're the magic sprinkled. You're the, ma- you're the sprinkles. Yeah, and uh, it's a great young cast. Uh, we're at the Dominion Theatre. We're there for, well, I'm, 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 we, we want to push September because that's the month that uh, yeah, when yeah, everybody yeah. goes back to school. Uh, you're there till set- October, October the 28th. But September, yeah, we September. want everyone to come in and see us. Do you have any good stories about Ricky from on tour that he wouldn't <sighs> be willing to divulge? Uh, I think I've sort of said the one. I can't remember. I, I'm terrible. My, my, my short-term memory is pretty good. My do you remember the musical you were trying to write together? He's been talking about that this morning. He, what uh, what ju- did we do? A jukebox time machine. <laughs> you, me and Marty had this idea about a jukebox time machine. It's, oh. a, good, it's a good trip. Have, have, have you blocked this? I probably yeah. have. <laughs> yeah, I, I, was it was it worth was it worth the time we'd invest? Was it worth the waste of two or three years of our lives to, to get to where? <laughs> <laughs> to get to Greece, the musical. You're in it at the moment, playing the teenage old musical dropout song. That's the song, oh, yes, right? I and was, uh, you're was, on it till the 28th of October. Yes, 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 okay, yes. all right. I knew we'd be like this. <laughs> Thank you very much, Jason Donovan. Thanks, man. That's we'll great. Soon. Uh, lovely to see you. The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Cinch. Virgin Radio. This great British bake-off queen wowed us on screen in 2014. And now this cooking machine has released her seventh cookery book, Chetna's Indian Feast, which is out today! Release day, Chetna, that's great. Uh, we're all big fans of this talented woman who cooks the most scrumptious scran. Please welcome Chetna McCann! Yay, thank you. Hi, Chetna. Hello. Um, so, um, I hear you've flown in from India today. Yes, well, last night. Last night? Yes. So you, you're pretty tired. Actually, no, I'm very excited. Well, and you're, you're classically a baker, so they get up early. Right? Yeah, and also I'm on India time, so... Oh, I'm, right. Yeah. All oh, right. So I'm this, up is, in, this is a yeah. breeze for you, making us all look bad. I mean, you do look stunning, by the way. And we... I mean, I'm not, not being down uh, on Sinead. Okay, right, just stop. Stop what? it. Don't say anything. No, I know... <laughs> I was just going to say, I know why you've worn that. It's because you know you're going to get food all down. <laughs> Sorry, it's just our relationship. Don't, <laughs> don't worry about it. Uh, so your book is out today. Yes. And that's why you're on. And I am. What a marvellous book. Oh, thank you so much. So, thank so, you. And we never have signing sessions, do we, Sinead? No. <laughs> but we've both got you to sign our book. Uh, I Seriously, this is such a pleasure and talking to you. Um, oh, well, I'm do, I've been doing all the talking so I far. Know, I better let her say something. No, I'm going to have to buy another one. Because you've signed one, yes, and the other one I'm going to need because, as I said this before, this is the kind of book that's going to get messy. Because I hope all so. the best cookery books I find, you can see them in my kitchen. Which ones I use more because they're stained, and this is going to be one of those. Uh, tell us about how it came about. So uh, basically, I wanted to do something um, feasty, yeah. uh, but at the same time, I want people to cook every day as well. Mm. But often when people are uh, hosting or cooking for others, they get a little nervous. A lot of us do. Um, and then this would make it easy for people to cook more than one dish. So it matches things for you. So all the homework is done. So you can make, uh, uh, so you can choose any chapter, uh, for example. Barbecue, can we choose barbecue? Oh yeah, let me I find it I love the then. barbecue chapter. Of course. Uh, it's about halfway. Uh, I'll, I'll, 
Because that chicken looks incredible. Ooh. And the red onion salad, and you've paired it, and I'm, look, I'm flicking through every page and thinking all this stuff goes together really well and yes. makes it very easy. Yes. So you've got a salad, you've got a yeah. chicken, you've got some fish, you've got some bread, and you've got everything covered. And you've got pudding. Is that a pavlova? Yes, it yeah. is a pavlova. And then some spicy king prawn, some tamarind oh, potatoes, and yeah. So I've got it all covered for you and it will make it easy. But at the same time, if you just want to cook the chicken yeah. in the winters, you can still do it. Well, I'm, I'm hoping for a longer summer. Well, I'm hoping <laughs> me for too. an extended heat wave. Um, I, I love the book and it's your seventh. Yes. So now you're in. You're part of the establishment now. Oh, God. Well, you are. <laughs> no, because, you know, there must have, there must have been at the beginning, um, I mean, this in the most polite way possible, a little bit of snobbery from people who know you started on the, the, the bake-off. Yes. And, you know, the, the, you know the, the big boys in cookery are all like, well, you start... On, like, like when you get someone starting a vocal career on a reality show, people always think to themselves, well, they didn't do it properly. If there was that opportunity for me, I would have taken it. So yeah. you'd do anything to get your message out there and you yes. went on the show and now you're on the seventh book. So part of the establishment, how does that feel? Um, it does feel amazing and it, it does um, involve a lot of hard work. Yeah. Uh, I just want to <laughs> put that no, yeah, I, No, definitely. <laughs> um, but you're absolutely right. In the beginning, you're not taken seriously yeah. and you just think, oh, she's from the show. But I, I get that. But then I research every book. I test all the recipes and I just want to make Indian food more accessible. And kind of that is what I've done in the seven books, like whether uh, trying to tell people that actually Indian food is healthy and Indian food can be cooked in 30 minutes. So covering all topics and kind of educating people along the way. Yeah, because they don't let you get to seven books if you're not doing the, a good thing. And the proof of the pudding... <laughs> Did I? Yeah. Is the fact you've got to number seven. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, thinking about, you know, from my world, album-wise, like Goodbye Yellow Brick Road was number seven. That's when he's hitting his stride. Blonde on Blonde by Bob Dylan, number seven. And, uh, you know, Revolver by the Beatles, the seventh album. Ah. It's when they were mixing things mm. up a bit. So, God, I can't believe you're just saying all this. Well, no, but it's the, your, seventh rec your seventh record, your seventh book is you really hitting your stride. And this is kind of, do you feel this is a culmination of all the, of all the others? Um, actually, it, it does feel special, I have to say. And this is something that, again, I've tried to do something that's not in the uh, market as well. So all the books I've done, I've tried to do something that is not already there there right so indian feast is not actually out there so uh, you can buy different indian cookbooks but yeah. putting it together putting as it a together feast is not out and there. making it make sense yes because you know we all do that when we order you know when you order the usual from the takeaway <laughs> but then you, you order things and you're going well it was nice but it'd be nice to be able to do it yourself and it'd be nice to be able yeah. to like construct it in a way that is the most pleasing. So you need to check out the Friday Night Feast chapter. I will. I will definitely be checking it out. Well, um, it's all in the book and it's a fantastic book and I'm taking two home. I'm sorry, team. Uh, Chetna's Indian Feast, every meal, uh, everyday meals and easy entertaining by Chetna Markhan. It's out today. It is. Do you love release day? Uh, I do, yeah. Do you like talking to people on the radio? Oh, absolutely. I've flown all the way back home here so uh, that I could be here today. Well, you can come in every day. And that's not just because you bring stuff, it's because you've been a pleasure. Thank you very much for coming on the Thank show. Thank you. Um, uh, so if Chet, uh, you can follow Chetna, Chetna Markan on Instagram, uh, Chetna Markan uh, 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 on co.uk. And the book's out today. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you so much. 
the best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Cinch. Virgin Radio. Thank you so much for listening to the Best of the Breakfast Show podcast with Cinch. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss all the best bits from the show. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.